Hi everyone and welcome to my very first podcast. Uh, one thing I would ask is if you like it, please feel free to share the link or click like or whatever it is you do and that would be greatly appreciated. Now today I just wanted to start out by giving you a bit of background about how I come to love this light guitar and I just wanted to share that love with others. I've never been particularly musical in terms of playing, but I always enjoyed listening to a wide range of music like most people. Now, I do recall certain moments when my listening journey took me off in different tangents, and such was the case when I had been slowly along the path to blues and slide guitar. Now, when I was an early teenager, and we're talking here somewhere around uh, 13, 14 years old, I remember my cousin, Mark, who was a few years older than I was. He was uh, in a band. He played a bit of guitar, I think rhythm and lead. And uh, I used to be quite enamored with that idea. And I hoped that one day that I might um, play guitar as well. Now, sometimes I used to go around to his place for the day and I'd get into his vinyl collection and look at the various albums he had. Now, at that time, I was only just starting to explore music. I'd only had a couple of discs and not much money to buy any with. So... It was great, really, to see all those records I hadn't seen before, and better still, to be able to listen to them. I remember in particular being taken by one album. It didn't have a title, and it had no band name. It was just a record in a sleeve. The cover image displayed uh, a decrepit old wall with peeling wallpaper, and hanging from that wall was a single, equally time-worn black frame of an old man, with a picture of an old man bent over under a, a load uh, of sticks in a sheath on his back and he was taking that weight on his crooked old walking stick and he was kind of looking out of the viewer with a world weary expression of resignation on his face now most of us would know uh, that that album was of course Led Zeppelin 4 um, and I think like many others it changed my musical path forever the record itself obviously stood the test of time as one of the greats of all time, but one track in particular always stayed with me over the years. And no, it wasn't the most famous one off the record album. It wasn't Stairway to Heaven. It was instead um, the final track on side two. Now, uh, obviously, it was a vinyl album, so back in those days, they had sides. And that final track on side two was When the Levy Breaks. And I love that track from the moment I heard it. Right from when the drums kick it off and the harmonica wails all across the introduction, I still feel tingles when I hear it, particularly at a high volume even today. It seems to soar for me. It had the dirty, bluesy sound, and it made me think of swamps and the deepening foreboding of the coming floodwaters rising. I learned much later that those guitars were in alternate tuning to standard, and the song had effects that gave it that sludgy sound that I absolutely adored. The ending is, is uh, where it really happens for me, and it set me off on my journey. And anybody who's interested at all um, in that sort of uh, Led Zeppelin trip should take a closer listen, if you haven't before, to that particular track on the record. I guess sometime later uh, was where my next revelation occurred, and uh, I happened upon the work of Lowell George in his band called Little Feet. He was already hailed as one of the greats of slide guitar and his band had been around for a while before I finally heard of him. And um, songs like Snakes on Everything and Dixie Chicken made me want to get in and play slide guitar more than anything else, even before I'd learned the fundamentals of standard guitar tuning 
and playing uh, in standard tuning. Hadn't really done much towards that up to that point anyway, uh, short of learning a few chords, and I didn't really see the point if I wanted to play slide. Now, it did take me a while to get into Little Feet, and we have to remember that back then there wasn't really the internet that we have today, and information and music was not as readily available as it is now. So I did find it tough to get the information in those early days. Slide wasn't as mainstream, and certainly cigar box guitar information was almost non-existent to my mind. We're so lucky in these days to have access to just about anything we want at the touch of a button. It certainly is a magical time for that. Just getting back to Lowell George, he died some years ago, um, quite early. And I remember at that stage, I was quite familiar with his work. And I was, I was really quite saddened when I heard the news because I knew that the music world lost a truly great talent, not only as a singer-songwriter, but also in particular for his contribution to the slide guitar. That's tragic loss. I remember I was lucky enough to uh, make a trip to San Francisco in the late 2000s. And uh, I recall I'd taken over a silly little mission at the time. So one afternoon of that trip, I had some time. So I made a special journey up the road to the Sears in Oakland. It's now closed down, I believe. I went to buy, believe it or not, 11 sixteenths uh, Craftsman socket, uh, deep drive socket, because I read somewhere that that's what Lowell used. I still have it today. And I've also got one uh, the same size in the spark plug socket. So I guess I must have been a bit unsure which one to buy at the time. So I've got both of those still in my collection. They're a bit heavy to use, but um, I've got them there for when I, when I do get proficient. It was not the reason I went to the US, but I did make that special trip to get it while I was there. I guess it shows I had some hunger for the slide, like none I really had for much else before. Films also influenced me um, sometimes on the journey, and I should cite uh, Ry Cooter's influence as well. I really liked his slide on the themes for films like Paris, Texas, and in particular, Southern Comfort. It was a brooding, dark feel, again, that got me and sent those tingles again up the back of my neck. I guess you could say that by this time I'd spent a few decades being hooked on that sound, but never really took much action to bring that desire into reality until now, really. So I guess in my next podcast, I'll take a little bit more of a look at my background perhaps, but I guess I go a little bit more into what I want to accomplish and perhaps a bit about the struggles I had to get there. In the meantime, don't forget if you enjoyed today's podcast, hit the bell, click the like, share it with your friends or whatever it is you do. And thanks again. And I'll catch up with you very soon, I hope. This is Tony Lane signing off and all the very best. Have a good day now. Bye-bye.